Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Anne-Marie. Today, we're talking about extraordinary. This is what this is along the lines of our stepping stones and how to avoid pitfalls. Right. We wanted to do another episode because we hadn't done a stepping stone for a while. And we found and the more we've been talking to people, we found that this topic is timely because I don't know if you notice that people with enthusiasm or passion or extraordinary, it seems to be. Seems to be less and less. It's taking a little bit of a hit. Yeah, I would agree. It's sort of, you know, with the changing of the weather, it seems to be yeah. like a changing of the seasons as far as uh, attitudes. Exactly. So we wanted to focus today talking about some stepping stones to living an extraordinary, abundant life. And extraordinary is just a little bit extra. Exactly. Right. It's not a. Sometimes it's just a little bit more. But it makes a big difference. You had a great wait. We had we had a great waitress story. Right. So we were out for dinner the other night, and this girl came over, and you could tell she had a bounce in her step. She had a smile on her face, even though she had a mask on. We could still see it behind her eyes. Behind, were smiling. yeah, she was smiling, and she was genuinely happy to see us. And she remembered us from like three weeks before. And was so glad to see us and made us feel so welcome and even remembered what Mark ordered the last time. And we're not total regulars there. No. So it's not like, oh, you know, here come the regulars. And we'd only met her once before. She'd served us one other time. And it actually wasn't even the last time that we had been there. It was the time before that. And what really struck us was how that stayed with us after. Because her passion, her enthusiasm, her extraordinary approach was so unusual and so refreshing that we talked about it after and we left with a smile on our face. Apparently, we're still talking about it. Correct. Because this is a week later. (laughs) That's right. Right? Yes. And it's still top of mind. Yes. So what is a little extra, Mark? A little extra, I mean, it it can come from a variety of ways, but I found that the key ingredients passion right you know when you're when you're doing something that you're passionate about personally yeah it's easy to add a little extra right exactly it kind of puts you in the addition multiplication aspect to what you're doing yeah because if you're doing something that you're not good at or you don't enjoy or you're it's effortful it's very difficult to do that at a little extra because there's nothing to draw from. Right. And you're using you're using a lot of your energy and resources just just coping with the mechanics mm-hmm. of it. Sometimes if you're Good not point. doing something that you're passionate about or truly aligned to it, it requires that it requires something of you internally just to kind of get through it. Yeah, that's a really Unfortunately, good point. I think a lot of people go through their day at work like that mm-hmm. where they just kind of they have to almost pull themselves through it. Well, in that state, it's hard to add a little extra. Yeah, that's a really good point. And what we, when we've been talking about this and we've talked to different people that we work with or people in our uh, leadership group, we were talking about when we're on course and we're, you know, we're avoiding the pitfalls and when we're off course. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And Mark, what would you offer as far as um, you know, staying on course. 
Well, my first, I always begin with this, and I, and I was inter, I was actually interviewing some people the other day, and I this is a question that I asked them because it's a question that I ask myself all the time. I've heard I heard this twenty years ago, and it's something that if you could get up tomorrow, regardless of responsibilities, re, re, regardless of the financial considerations, and you could just go and do anything you wanted to do, just be where you wanted to be, where would that be? Mm. And I wonder how many of our listeners are nodding and saying, I would be doing exactly what I'm doing. Well, that's fantastic. That would be amazing. But I would say, and I would argue the majority might not be. Right. But what would that be? And that could be an indication that they haven't found their passion point. Right. Good point. The passion point is the place at which you're aligned with what you're doing and and you want to be there. You're engaged there, and that's when great things happen. Yeah. That's when extraordinary activities happen. That's when vision and clarity are always present. Right. And it's like you've aligned with your values. You're using your internal creativity. Passion starts to show up, and it becomes effortless. Sure. Right. Now, oftentimes, you yeah. can't make a living at that. Right. So the part of that exercise isn't just to be, okay, this is what I'm going to do for a living. Correct. But you can find your passion in your in a hobby, in some skill that you're developing privately. Right, volunteering. Volunteering. Yeah. And that oftentimes, well not oftentimes, almost always will overlap into other areas mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's not just an exercise to find what you want to do to make for you know monetarily. Right. But to find your 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 center. Correct. Your course. Yes. And it's interesting, even if it was volunteering or if it was something like a hobby, it starts to overflow into other parts of your life. I remember, Yeah, I remember when I was uh, volunteering with the women's shelter in our city and I was going into high schools and public schools and doing courses to try to change the mindset of young people to break the cycle of violence early. Right. Well, I got, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it and seeing the transformation of these kids over the 10 weeks of the program. I went in every week and to go in and see the transformation and how they thought differently and the conversations we started to have about relationships and about abuse and about what we're seeing in the media. It was phenomenal, but it spilled over into my work life because the passion that I got doing that in the morning on the way to work work the way I did an early class at the high school and then went to work it carried me through the whole day it was amazing it multiplied and it added that's a great way and that overflow that's really what it is because everything that we do is adding or multiplying our lives Mm -hmm. or subtracting and dividing us correct so we want to make sure that we're focusing on the things that add and and multiply because they will overlap into Mm mm-hmm other areas of world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what I've noticed when people are on course, and this is, I guess, some of the stepping stones we want to offer to avoid the pitfalls, is you'll notice that you filled, you get filled with joy, that you get filled with joy when you are on course. Absolutely. Yeah. Energy. Yeah, for sure. It energizes you. Yep. It moves you to action. Moves you to action. In different ways. You're more confident. And it's a creative energy. Have you ever talked to somebody on Wednesday and they say, hey, how's it going? And they, you know, they say, yeah, only two more days till the weekend. Right. Yes. Well, well. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Exactly. Whereas, you know, when you have a passion, you ever seen somebody that, you know, they engage in something they love, let's say Monday nights or yeah. Thursday nights, and, and they're thinking about that before that before mm-hmm. that day even arrives. It seems to be they're looking forward to it. Yeah. It gives them a sense of purpose. It gives them a sense of the direction and course that they're on. And when they're doing it, they're engaged, they're present, they're plugged in because they've aligned to that passion, which is incredible. A few podcasts ago, we were talking to Ryan. We were talking to Ryan, remember the martial yes, arts. That's right. And um, we were talking afterwards and... And the amount of passion and confidence that that has overlapped into other areas of his life was, yeah. was just, we were really struck by that and yeah. how it, it affected every area of his life. Yeah, I would argue every guest we've had on, when they've talked about barriers and obstacles and living an abundant life, that they found something that drove them forward to live that passion and to live without limits. You have to. Right. You've got a bit of a morning ritual. Yeah, you know that you find that that you know because I think sometimes starting the day correctly yes can have a big influence on how well, it ends up. Well, it's interesting because I started interviewing some leaders recently, and I was asking them what is what would contribute to your success or to setting you know to have a great day to live you know a lot of people say gratitude starting with gratitude, but every single person talks about their morning ritual mm-hmm. to start the day off right. It could be in meditation, it could be in reading, it could be in prayer, it could be in going for a walk, but it's something that you commit to and it's non-negotiable. You get up, this is my ritual. Staying off the phone, I heard a podcast yesterday and that was one thing they said, in your morning ritual, carve that out and and protect it. But don't get on your phone, it'll get you distracted. Stay in that ritual and that can that can lead to ensuring that you've set the right intention for the day. Right. Yeah. That's key for me. I know it's key for both of us. Right, exactly. We look forward to days when we're both off and we can actually... Not just have our individual morning ritual, but then we get together and we talk about mm-hmm. a whole bunch of things and we kind of, it always carries over into a more productive, mm-hmm. more peaceful, Definitely. more purposeful day. I know our conversation this morning, I'm still kind of thinking about what we were talking about right. and it really led into some of this podcast today, which I think is our incredible. whole the whole idea for the podcast yeah. really came from that. Exactly. Because it's a very typical conversation that we have in the morning. And these are not things that you're, you're one and done. These are things that we constantly remind ourselves mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Because you, I know you speak a lot about changing your state. Yeah. And that's, you yeah. want to share a bit about that? Well, it's funny because I don't know if our listeners can relate, but there's some days you wake up and you're not bouncing. Your feet don't hit the floor and you're bouncing up and saying, world, here I am. I'm excited. There's days where we have that lower energy or you know we're confused about what we should pay attention to or we don't feel like we can take action on things those are the times we have to dig in a little deeper and i call it changing my state i think i've i've learned that through some of the people that i've taken yoga with or fitness classes right that you can actually change uh, that negative state into something positive though for me uh, personally it's getting up out in nature going for a walk having fresh air and changing my state not just where i was physically sitting but in my mindset and choosing to go out of it it could be picking up the phone and talking to somebody who is positive and i need a pep talk 
right? So there's different ways. Can you think of another way to change state? Well, I was state? just going to add to that where it's really an action. Yes. You, you just, you know, I was, I was reading exactly. some, I was reading some, it was actually yesterday and I had, I had started reading this the day before and, and I was reading it again yesterday and I thought, I thought to myself, you know, why am I reading this? I'm not, I'm not getting anything out of this. And then I just switched and, and went to something else that I had been looking at. But that's a simple, but immediately the energy changed. changed right. right. And you can, it's tangible. Because you have to evaluate. Correct. You have to evaluate what you're doing and yes. say to yourself, you know, is this adding? Is this multiplying or right. is it subtracting and dividing? Yeah. We say that a lot because yeah. we do it a lot. Exactly. And it's so, so true. And a lot of people had never heard of that before. So that's why we like to share it as well. The other thing um, that can keep you on course is to focus on being of service to others. Because sometimes by getting out, not sometimes, all the time, but getting out of our own head or getting out of our own needs, um, that passion will start to come up because we're of service to others. And it's just, and not looking for, you know, a pat on the back, but just honestly, truly wanting to be of service. It's interesting. I was interviewing a few people I know, uh, just along these lines, because I was just sort of you know, we have our position on it, but I was, yeah. I was really looking around and like asked, market research. <laughs> yeah, actually it was, it was, I mean, let's just admit it. That's what it was because you know, you want to be relevant and helpful. And that service, that, that idea of service came up with almost I every bet. single person yeah. I spoke to. And there's an immediate, you could see them. You talked about changing your state. Mm-hmm. You could see their, their state changed when in that moment they were thinking right. about how rewarding it is, you know, to, to be of service. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The other thing, Mark, that I've noticed people who live passionately, who live extraordinary lives, um, are masters in some area. And I don't mean a master like perfection. I mean, they practice. It could be music. It could be art. It could be different things they do, but they put our attention. One of our kids loves to fix cars. He calls it wrenching. I'm going out to wrench. He is a master at it because (laughs) he has practiced and he reads about it. And that's sometimes, if you're looking for more passion, learning more about your craft can give you passion. Looking at the way other people, um, like if you're doing some music and you, you hear a certain song, but listening to the way someone else sang it or played it can give you that added passion because you could say, I never thought of it that way. But right. becoming a master at your craft. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting you said that about about finding that finding that passion finding that thing that you really you know to become a master at something you sometimes you have to find it first right good point and what i found uh, and i found this in others as well is often a frustration something you're frustrate, frustrated with mm. or a, a problem you've yet to solve can lead you to something greater yeah a quick example of that would be woodworking like, you know how passionate I became about woodworking, yeah. still am. Uh, and I had no skill or talent for that at all at the beginning. Right. And I would get other people to, you know, I'd have ideas and stuff, and I'd get other people to do the, you know, cabinet makers and stuff. But it became very frustrating having to keep checking back with them, right. and they were trying Find to... Find someone that could do it for you, their time, they're, they're your They were filling time. it in with some other project that they are already in line with. And, and it became almost like, you know, you don't want to be hounding people. So I slow. I joined the Barry Woodworking Club, mm-hmm. remember? And yeah. I and I just, you know, there was some guys there who were passionate about it, and they transmitted that passion into me, and I learned how to use the stuff, and it became a very, very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. It still is. That's yeah. 
15 yeah, years ago now? Exactly. And it talks about out of the fr frustration came wanting to learn more about it, to become a master at something, because you knew that it was a passion, because the outcome of that was going to be something that you really wanted. It was wanted. a key component to it. Yeah. You know, it, it really, honestly, cutting boards wasn't my real right. passion at first. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, and sometimes it isn't now, but it, it's always the outcome. Yeah. You know, what you can make if you can do that, you know, things, you know, and there's always something that needs to be done around the house yeah. as well. Well, and that makes me think about really people, Mark, that live extraordinary lives do have a vision for something bigger than themselves. It's true. Right. They have a bigger vision. It's aligned to their values, but that vision will instill creativity. It will give them energy. It will, you know, bring, move them to action because of that vision's bigger. We just redid the bathroom. Right. That was all your vision. Right, exactly. The whole thing. Yeah. Was, you saw it before anything had been done yeah. in there. You, you, you saw it. You imagined what you were doing. And you were very passionate about right. it. Right. And that passion overlapped and helped us and motivated and led us. Led everyone and, to action. And we all got yeah. it together, you know, finished it together. Yeah, it was a family affair, that's for sure. So doing what you love right. is crucial. So crucial. Is crucial. I heard a guy say one time in the area of service, and this was along the line of sales, he said, you know, you, you, you can teach skills, right. but you can't teach passion. No. If you take a person who's passionate to begin with, you just it's easy to add the skills. Correct. But if you take somebody who's not right. passionate about it, it doesn't matter how skillful they become. Ever, I mean, we're talking about waitress. I have to share this. Yeah. Have you ever been someplace and there's a waitress there and she's a master at doing her job? Right. But she's got no passion she for it. She can carry like 15 plates <laughs> to the tables. Cirque Soleil. She, yeah. could, she, she could branch out in a side hustle at a circus. Right. But you know what? There's this loud clank. When yeah. your bacon and eggs hits the plate, right. front of you, hits the table in no front of you. No eye contact. No passion. Right. You no kind passion. Of, you kind of are in, you know, you you kind of got in the way of doing what you're, you wanted you're, to do. You're, your first couple of mouthfuls, it's kind of just like chalk. Like right. you just, you can't enjoy. You can't yeah. even, you can't. That's we really we talk about point. that fairly often. Yeah. You're doing the, what you love. Right. The other thing if I could offer just as we're, we're starting to wrap up is um, think about who's in your tribe. Because people in your sphere, people in your world um, will either add, multiply, <laughs> divide, subtract. You have to be very clear on making sure the people who are in your life are adding to your passion because people can be draining. People can take your energy. People can add confusion into your life, take you off action because they don't get your vision. Right. So make sure that you're really clear on who's in your life and who you share your passion with. Sure. You don't want to be on a ship no. that's having a mutiny. Exactly. Exactly. Right? We talk about being on course yeah. and staying off the rocks. Right. Well, a mutiny will do that. Right. Right. Yeah. So we've shared a lot of stepping that stones is a lot. today. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanted to help you avoid pitfalls, but also those stepping stones to living an extraordinary life. So you have a life of joy that you can take action. Absolutely. So just a quick recap. You talked about morning rituals. Yes. And the importance of starting your day in, a, in an excellent way. Yep. Being of service to others. Thinking of thinking bigger than yourself. Right. Being a master at something and a student so you continue to learn and grow. Not being surprised that a frustration or a problem you need to solve can be a, key, a clue to something you need to solve. Right. A new direction for you. Yeah. And if you do come up against that frustration and you are moving towards your passion, 
sometimes you need to change your state and regroup, get outside and refocus. And ask yourself if you could get up tomorrow and do anything you wanted without any other consideration, what would that be? Right. So you can do what you love. Absolutely. So you can live a life without limits, that you can live an abundant life. And um, yeah, so I hope that these uh, stepping stones today, these these tips to living an extraordinary life, to living passion, to live with enthusiasm every day, we hope that these have been helpful to They've you. They've helped me. Yes, exactly. They always do. I feel better just Absolutely. now talking about it. Every time. <laughs> so we're so happy that you, uh, that you came in and listened today. If we were on your walk or in the car or you're sitting in your cozy reading chair, um, we're so happy you were with us today. And if you want to reach out uh, on our Facebook group, it's called Without Limits Podcast Facebook group. We'd love to connect with you there. We also have a website, livingwithoutlimits.ca. And we would love to um, to connect with you there. If you want to be a guest, uh, we'd love to, uh, to have that conversation. We've had some very exciting guests. Yeah, we've, we've got, got a, a whole, lot more lined up. We've got up. a few people coming up that we're so excited to talk to and share uh, to share their their um, their tips for living an abundant life. Their passion. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. The Without Limits Podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Your hosts have been Mark 